Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Today we enter our third and final day of looking at the genealogy of Jesus, which admittedly isn't maybe overly exciting. But it was important to Matthew to make sure that we know that even though Jesus is divine, he's also human. Not just human, but Jewish, because the promised Messiah was going to be Jewish. By starting with his Jewish genealogy, Matthew makes sure his readers know right off the top, Jesus was indeed flesh and blood and was indeed a child of Abraham. For the last of this, the genealogy continues in Matthew chapter 1, verses 12 through 17, which says, After the exile to Babylon, Jeconia was the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abihud, Abihud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azar, Azar the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Akim, Akim the father of Elihud, Elihud the father of Eleazar, Eleazar the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus who was called the Messiah. Thus there were 14 generations in all from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile to Babylon, and 14 from the exile to the Messiah. The exile being referred to at the end here was Israel getting kicked out of the promised land. God had warned them that repeated sin would lead to them losing the land that they loved. And after generations of horrible sin and evil and ignoring repeated warnings from prophets, eventually Israel was taken into captivity by Assyria and Babylon. They were sent into exile from the promised land. God graciously eventually heard their repentance and heard their prayers and restored them back to the promised land once again. This list of names today, from the exile up to the birth of Jesus, we don't know much about, as there was not a lot recorded and kept from that time of the exile to the time of Christ. Now why are we looking at this genealogy at all? We know that Jesus wasn't literally the son of Joseph, so why does this even matter? Jesus was not Joseph's literal flesh and blood son, but he was his legal son. Joseph adopts him in a sense, and Jesus is considered part of Joseph's line from that point forward. The Messiah would not have actual human heritage in the traditional sense, since he was from heaven and miraculously conceived, but it had been foretold that the Messiah would be one of Abraham's descendants, one of Judah's descendants, one of David's descendants, and this is the family line that the Son of God was a part of, so it becomes very important for us to know it. Matthew divided his genealogy into three sections, from Abraham to David, from David to the exile, and from the exile to Mary and Joseph. It didn't actually happen quite as nice and neat as he presents it here, but he takes some poetic license to make the point that God is the author of history and he is the one working all of this out. As you go about your day today, take some time to reflect on how God brought Jesus about in this lineage and the family that he was born into. What does this teach you about God? What does it teach you about yourself and your own relationship with God? And how might it affect the way that you pray to this God of ours? 